has been a tough road for Detective Brenstrom. He's been up late trying to solve the mystery of AIK, and just when he gets his big break, he's taken off the case. Sorry, what the f is Al Svenskin? and welcome to another episode of What the Fuck is El Svenskin. Unfortunately, Neil Cook cannot be with us today. Uh, don't worry, he's still very much alive and well. Um, he's out celebrating Tottenham actually making a decent signing for once, <laughs> although he's managed to convince his wife that it's a date night to celebrate his, I don't know, his undying love for her. But we all know it's James Madison related. <laughs> or Manor Solomon. Uh, of course, yeah. Fulham superstar, right? Yeah. Um, I am, however, joined today by the only four-year-old who could ever tell you the Latin names for all the dinosaurs, even the less cool ones. It's Mike <laughs> Woodfine, everybody. Hello, hello. Oh, that, hello. that was a good part of my, my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it used to be an encyclopedia of dinosaurs and planets. Yeah, yeah, I know. And now it's replaced by weird Alsvenskan statistical football knowledge. Yeah, I don't know. I think I was probably smarter at the age of four or five than I, uh, yeah. than I am now. Mm. I mean, there's there's a very strong argument that could be made for that. Mm. But yeah, I guess, you know, we can't all blossom into fantastic human beings like myself. <laughs> um, anyway, um, enough bullshit for, for one episode. <laughs> um, let's talk about our highlights of the week. Mm. Uh, Mike, why don't you kick us off? Well, actually, uh, that intro that you just did before the music, the brownstone thing, Oh. That could already be a highlight. That's incredible. <laughs> I can't believe it. Our favorite Swedish detective, Brandstrom, mm. has been taken off the case. Yeah. Just when he got his big breakthrough. And this is what happens, right. right? They don't want him to get the breakthrough. They don't. They don't want him to solve the case. Yeah, exactly. So they brought in some Norwegian fella. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. From, from sure. the board, the directors. Pro yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> He's been put in from division. Right. So, Brenstrom was getting too close. Yeah. <laughs> he was getting too close. They liked him when he was losing. Mm. He wins 2-0 and then that's it. He's off the case. Mm. Uh, that's proper Shaun of the Dead. Um, <laughs> no, Hot Fuzz. That's mm. proper Hot Fuzz, that is. Yeah. Um, if any Swedish people have not watched Hot Fuzz, it is peak British comedy humor mm. and it is well worth a watch. Um, but yeah, anyway, back to <laughs> Al Svenskin related things. Yeah. Um, what was your real highlight? My real highlight, it, it's actually not even Al Svenskin related. So it is, <laughs> it is Declan Rice to Arsenal. It can be anything else. Yes! Couldn't be anything else. Neil's not yes! here, so we can celebrate as much as we want. Exactly. Screw you, Neil. We're doing an Arsenal podcast today. Let's go. He turned down Bayern Munich. He turned down Man City. And he chose the <laughs> Arsenal. Oh. Do you know what the rumor is about Rice, though, mm. about that that transfer? Because you know City suddenly were interested mm. and they put in a bid. The rumor is that Arteta's called Pep and said, Pep, please put in a bid so 
the tight wads at Arsenal will actually pull out the cash and uh, and sign Rice because mm. then he put in a bid, it got turned down, and then mysteriously they disappeared. So there's mm. it could be some truth to that. Yeah, it said City didn't want to spend over a hundred million on a player, and I was like, what, what right. are they talking and about? They're just about to sign Gavigol or yeah, Gvardiol. Yeah, well, thank you mm. for over a hundred million. I guess yeah. Um, let's see but um, the real scary thing is if uh, Mbappe does get sold as the rumours are Mm. picking up about that we could see an Mbappe Holland link up in the Premier League yeah then we just give up I mean then then we just give up Mm. right then it's full Al Svenskan and nothing else Mm. in our lives Mm. football related (laughs) at least but yeah nice nice rice rice baby well my highlight was sitting in the south of France with a glass of wine trying to convince my wife that when we get back to Sweden, instead of unpacking, doing laundry and doing all those things that you need to do after a vacation, um, trying to convince her that I have 10 and a half hours of Al Svenskan to watch. Um, needless to say, mm. I didn't win that. Mm. Um, and instead, I've only been following headlines and looking at highlights. So this should be a very short episode. Mm. Um, although we said that last time, we went over an hour and 15 again. So yeah, it'd be interesting. I mean, you attempted to watch the hammerby Elsbury game by the pool, right? Right, but yeah, mm. no, it, I didn't want to ruin my day, <laughs> luckily. Yeah. Um, but in true Neil style, in, in, in honor of Neil, uh, I have two highlights this week. Oh. Um, yeah, so and that actually happened today. I bumped into an old colleague of mine who I haven't seen for years, and he said, oh, I'm following the podcast. And I was like, that's amazing. Mm. Um, he's a creative superstar and really nice guy and probably the only Brazilian listening to this podcast. So <laughs> shout out to Zhao. Um, mm. And uh, yeah, appreciate it. Uh, and it got me thinking, like, whoever is listening to this podcast, please don't be shy to pass the pod to someone you might know. Um, you know, anybody who you think, oh, they would love to listen to three idiots talk about football and create stupid quizzes. Well, Pass the pod, guys. Let's uh, let's spread the word mm. of what the fuck is El Svenskan. Let's see if we can get some kind of cult following going. Yeah, good shout. Uh, in Sweden. I mean, also, I want to say a big thank you to the uh, to the fans because the quiz and the uh, half season awards went down really well. I mean, we had so yeah. many streams uh, in a couple of days. We hit our record. It was great. Yeah, um, nice. Yeah, it was over over four hundred now. So thank you it very much, good. everybody. Yeah, appreciate. We love you. We love you. Mm. We really do. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, any excuse for us to talk about football is brilliant. So that's what we're going to do. Um, now, normally we would pit the mighty Mike Woodfine against the genius of Neil Cook in some sort of weird challenge that we just made up on the spot. But today uh, we don't have Neil's incredible intellect and wit and, mm. you know, charming charisma. <laughs> so... <laughs> What we're going to do is we're just going to talk about transfers because that's all that anyone really gives a crap about at the moment. Um, mm. Even in the Elsvenskin, not just Premier League, which is going bananas. Um, there's a lot of action in the Elsvenskin. So, Mike, I thought I'd pick you the question. Who is the most exciting signing so far and why? Oh, well, I've got to say it's the 21-year-old Azerbaijan international, <sighs> Musa oh, yes. Karabanli. Or, yeah, Carabanli, I think is how you're going to pronounce it. Um, yeah, they've signed him as of this moment for an undisclosed fee. Uh, mm-hmm. We could find out what it is soon. But he's got 18 goals and 23 starts for Carrier Bag this season. Or Carabag. Yeah. Carabag. Yeah. Classic lower European football mm. stalwarts. They always seem to play uh, Chelsea. They always seem to yeah. play Chelsea. They're in the Champions League not so long. Yeah, though. exactly. Um, 
Yeah, interesting. Mm. I think they were they were in the Conference League last year, right? Um, mm. So still really good quality. He's twenty one years old. Mm. He's six foot one. Yeah. Um, uh, did you see the interview with him? He seems like um, a stone cold killer. I mm. said that about Irabi, but this guy seems like he might eat Irabi for breakfast. Mm. Um, so yeah, really exciting signing oh, yeah. for uh, for AIK. Uh, AIK. No. Really exciting signing <laughs> for Yuri Gordon. Whoops. Sorry, yeah. sorry, AIK fans didn't mean to get your hopes up. Uh, no, you yeah. still signed fuck all, so mm. yeah, good luck with that. Um, but yeah, he's a great re- replacement for Evarson, who's who's leaving. Yeah, I mean, he's a massive upgrade. Massive sure. upgrade, but he's gone to uh, Go Ahead Eagles in the Dutch League, which you would think was a yeah. step up, but he's been absolutely pony this season, so I don't yeah. know why he's got uh, yeah, that transfer. I'm not really sure. It's mm. probably because they were missing someone that looks like they're most likely to be in a 90s boy band. Is that what happened? Um, that's why they mm. signed him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, they heard our podcast. They were going to mm. sign Pontus Darlo and Bergvall, <laughs> but Edmondson won that award, so they signed him yeah. instead. Uh, it's listed on his career that. honors on his Wikipedia page. Right. Uh, oh, we should change his Wikipedia. Mm. We really should. All right. Yeah. Put that on the put that on the to do list. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, that is um, that's a great shout. Um, Karabag and Azerbaijani superstar. Mm. Uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. And for you, Andy. Who are you most excited for me, about? I mean, oh, I'm most excited, and this is going to sound strange, um, but I, I like watching defenders play um, I'm, uh, because of my sort of uh, my love for the dark arts of football. <laughs> um, and probably one of the better defenders in the Premier League has now decided to, in the middle of his powers, join um, his hometown club in the Elsvenskan. So Pontus Janssen, eh, can it get any better than that for Malmo? I mean, you're already top of the league and absolutely cruising. You're going to bring mm. in the captain of like a top half Premier League team. Yeah, um, it's outrageous. He's not it? 38; he's 28 or something, isn't he? So yeah, I think he's just in, he's just uh, early 30s. Yeah, it's like peak defender exactly uh, age. He could have gone to a numerous amounts of uh, Premier League clubs. Yeah, I mean, Brentford wanted to keep him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, interesting. But yeah, him and his super cute daughter were presented in front of a raucous crowd this weekend. But Mike, what I want to know is what position is she going to play? Because she was presented like a new <laughs> signing. I mean, um, she can play with Nanasi up front. Like, yeah, I was yeah. going to say she she probably could. Um, is <laughs> is the worst part in this Malmo team? You could play with ten players and Pontus Janssen's daughter, and they would probably still win yeah. uh, most of their games. <laughs> But yeah, awesome, awesome moment for him. And um, yeah, awesome moment for Malmo. And Neil, as a diehard Malmo fan, I'm sure he's absolutely loving it. Mm-hmm. Do, you, do you think he actually knows that this happened? I think he knew it was going to happen. Yeah. But, yeah. Mm. yeah, Neil Neil, Neil um, bailed on us this week. So he's not in our best books. So, <laughs> uh, you know, yeah, we'll see. But yes, um, so yeah, those are the two transfers we're most excited about. Musa, insert surname here, and Carabanli. Pontus Carabanli, thank you. I, it looks like Gurabanli, but yeah, I'm sure mm. <laughs> my pronunciation is not to the best. So yeah, and Pontus Janssen, um, those are the two signings we're most excited about, and they will probably match up against each other at some point, mm. uh, which will be fun to see. Uh, but yeah. Good news on the signings front. Um, just in other sort of transfer news, the thing that makes me weep a little bit is um, old Benny Traore linked with Sheffield United and Rangers. Mm. Um, and that makes me sad because he is, again, one of the more fun players to watch in the Al Svenskin. 
Um, yeah, for sure. Yes, uh, in the absence of Mr. Neil Cook, we, we, um, me, <laughs> um, decided that the main event of this week would be the Hammerby game because, oh. well, Neil's not here, so screw you. Um, so yeah, we decided on having the game of the week this week as the Elf's Fort versus Hammertown. <laughs> um, and yeah, like I say, I was going to watch it by the pool. I decided not to, mm. and. I am quite happy I didn't, <laughs> Mike. Um, yeah, you can start. I don't know where to begin with this, to be honest. Mm. Well, actually, in the, if we start at the beginning of the game, about three minutes in, uh, Lager Bielka. Um, awesome name. By oh, way. great name. Honestly, super strong name. Mm. I don't think we've given him enough credit for his name. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to look into that name because I haven't seen that name before. It's quite, <laughs> it's awesome. yeah, it's quite interesting. Um, but yeah, Lager Bielka, he, he wipes out um, I think it could have been a Rabi um, in the first first three minutes of the game. He gets the ball right, but the ref called a foul. Yeah, he was last man. If it was a foul, it should have been a red, but it wasn't a foul, so it, should, it could have been a really controversial red. Oh, it would have been amazing mm. if he got sent off. That would have changed everything. <laughs> I might have tuned in mm. uh, after. That. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah, it was um, yeah, terrible referee, mm. but it, it was it was doubly terrible because it wasn't a booking and if it was a booking it was probably a red so he, he kind of got both decisions wrong um which is interesting but yeah i mean sorry i'm going to take it back one step further mm. um earlier in the game mike uh dovin why what why was he on the bench I, i'm not I, i'm not sure i mean the only reason i could think of is that marty um tiki taka marty finally watched the highlights of the game where he thought the penalty spot was the ball mm. and realized that, oh shit i can't let this guy play again not realizing that it was 12 weeks ago um but i mean why else why would you bench him i mean he's your young future yeah i mean and if you saw how is there a transfer incoming I, that that i mean that could be a potential because i could see him getting a good move but i the keeper that came in for him um yeah he was so awkward with the ball and really yeah. slowed down their movement from the back. And I surely, surely you've got to go with Dovin. If he's fit enough for the bench, start him. Right. Yeah. I mean, why would you bring on like a 30-year-old sort of career backup, mm. um, which is essentially what he is? Yeah. Um, and yeah, not play your sort of young up-and-coming number one. Um, yeah, not sure. So that that was weird. Um and yeah, like you say, Mike, he absolutely fluffed it mm, for the first goal. Yeah. Oh my god. There weren't that many goalkeepers' mistakes this week. Um they, there was nearly one, mm. which we'll talk about later. Um but yeah, he, he fluffed a tame shot from Ockles, right? Yeah. Ockles and Cockles. Yeah, exactly. He he's doing his best uh Andreco impression now. If you yes. saw him for the first half, he was he was, he was loving it. Yeah. yeah, he was. Uh, he went straight into my fantasy team as well. Oh um, yeah, yep. It ockles, he's going in there for mine as well. But he he turns Carlson inside out really yeah. well. Uh, yeah, the keeper spills it. It wasn't. It was a team effort. It was a nothing shot. Mm. It was the angle was 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 against him. The shot was not hit with any velocity. Yeah. There was no height. There was no bounce. It was it was it was a team shot, and. The keeper just fluffs it, and then uh, son of Ida, as I'm going to call him from <laughs> now on, um, yeah, one of the Good Johnson brothers, um, uh, he just taps it in. I mean, it's a striker's goal, though. To be yeah. fair, the Hammerby defenders were sleeping, and he just taps in. Easy as you like. Um, 
easy as you like. Mm. And that's the problem with Hammerby is they look good in patches and then concede stupid goals, um, individual errors for the first goal and for the second goal, uh, which we'll get to in a bit, I suppose. But um, yeah. individual errors just cursing Hammerby at the moment. Yeah, exactly. Oh, d- talking about Johnson, did you hear his English accent at halftime? No, I didn't. Uh, I it, was, it, was, it was great. He's, he's got a proper sort of uh, Midlands or North England accent. No, yeah. you could take the boy out of Bolton. <laughs> you can't take Bolton out of the boy. Yeah. But it was a funny interview, actually. Um, was yeah, it? Hammer was um, for Hammerby was interviewed just before, and he said that Alsbury were playing ugly, um, which they weren't. Sorry, yeah. Hammer said that. Yeah, Hammer. The the, the Hammer from Hammerby. Exactly. Yeah, the guy who nearly broke someone's legs a couple of weeks ago. Exactly. Yeah. The the midfield destroyer or sometimes centre back, but yeah. Right. <laughs> so so the the interview then goes obviously Discovery Plus. They love to, like stirring Ooh. the pot, you know. Oh, yeah. Yes. So you ask your Johnson. Oh, yes. Ooh, Hammer thinks you're playing a little bit ugly. What do you think about that? And he's like, uh, no, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> brilliant. No, don't think so. Yeah. Oh, it was, Add. yeah. brilliant. <laughs> Oh dear. Mm. Oh dear. Shame. Um, man, a few words though. Mm. Uh, that's for sure. <laughs> but Hammerby had some chances and looked good in patches, um, especially, uh, mm. you know, Mickelson had a good chance. Yeah. Uh, Jukanovic actually came on and was was really good. Mm. Yeah. Catullus um, got an injury. Um, right. Making a, making a tackle. So they, they switched it up a bit. Yeah. And- yeah, yeah. Jukanovic came on. He was he was actually quite good when he came on. But yeah, but he was. The, the start of the second half for Hammerby, they were really good. Is this what yeah. they were like last season? Is this what everyone's talking oh, about? Apparently, you can mm. only you can only. I mean, if you look at the the amount of goals and uh, mm. chances they created last season, I mean, they lost a lot of big players. But um, yeah, the, there was again. It's all about. It's just patches. There's mm. no consistency. It's so frustrating because they were passing the um, ball around like really crisply, yeah. like f- like first time, like round the corner, ticket ticket ticket. Yeah, exactly. They were doing so well, and then. They almost got the breakthrough, as you said, from that uh, Mickelson chance. But what a yeah. save! Um, what a save! Best goalie of the season for sure. And what he, I think he's twenty-one. Yeah. Um, so really bright future. Uh, he was he was immense. Yeah, six uh, clean sheets this season as well. Now in thirteen games. Yeah, it's that's good. It's impressive. That's good. Mm. That's good. But yeah, I mean, I don't know how much I really want to talk about the rest of this game. Um, <laughs> it was just frustrating. Mm. And then the end pretty much uh, summarizes everything. I mean, mm. I think it was was it was it Hammer and Jukanovic that jumped into each other and um, uh, just headed the ball up into the middle of the penalty box. And Johan Larsson was just there. He was like, "Oh, cool, thanks for this yeah. bit of shooting practice on the volley." Gets another good goal. Finish. Yeah, yeah. It's good. Gets finish, another yeah. goal. Good finish. Mm. Um, but again, individual errors. Um, it's it's summed up the entire Hammerby season. Yeah. Decent in patches and individual errors. Yeah, if it wasn't for the errors, they would have got something out of this game. And yeah. Elspury were just looking to counter them, as as we've said before, that they're the best counter-attacking yeah. team in the league. But they didn't look it in this game, no. to be fair. In the, in the second they half, get anything going. Yeah, second half, they couldn't get anything going until at least about the 60th minute. And then mm-hmm. uh, Johnson had a really good header, hit the, hit the post. Yes. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's good. He's he's the forgotten centre forward in this league, mm. I think, um, because he doesn't get the goals that Smooches McGee or Benny Traore is getting. Mm. But his link-up play, yeah. his his positioning, and his he brings the wingers into play. He's he's an old-fashioned centre forward, mm. and um, yeah, I think he's doing a great job. And he drops really deep um, when they're yeah. when they're defending. He gets a lot of interceptions and mm. leading the press. He's 
his off the ball stuff is is brilliant. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. Uh, some, got some good genes, those good Johnsons. Mm. They do. But Hammerby um, had a really young team actually. Martis Fentes did yeah. mention this at the end. They have one of the youngest yeah, teams yeah. in the league, and Majed, who started today, uh, is eighteen. He looks like he's grown mm. about ten centimeters since the break. He's, he looks. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why he's so tall now? Um, but yeah, it was really impressive. Him. <laughs> it's like it's like kids when they come back from summer holidays. Yeah. I remember, <laughs> I remember when I was I wasn't very tall in school, mm. and I came back one summer after eating a lot apparently, mm. and I was like a head taller than everybody mm-hmm. in my class. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It seems like he, he's yeah. only young, so maybe that's maybe he's had his summer holiday growth yeah, already. But I mean, <laughs> yeah, he created two chances, won seven out of eleven duels, eighty-eight percent passing accuracy. He was he was good. I, I think. Uh, yeah, he's one to watch the rest of the season. Definitely. He's just missing a, a clearer end product. Mm. Um, very handy footballer. Um, but yeah, just you're just missing that last little bit. Um, and he could be an absolute star. Um, Marcus Carlson yeah, as well on that right-hand side. He's also Oof, 18. Yeah. So they... Um, yeah, 19, yeah. Yeah, 19. Um, but yeah, he's left the Hammerby talent for Budening or whatever they're called. <laughs> Yeah. Um yeah. And he's he's joined up with the big boys like halfway through the season. And <laughs> literally he's tiny as well. Yeah, but he's somehow <laughs> Hammerby's like top rated player so far this season. <laughs> mm. He scored oh, a couple of weeks ago and he's yeah. yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad. Mm. Um I mean it's great for the future, but it's also shows you the standard that of football that's been played there yeah. this year. <laughs> um but yeah, interesting. Mm. But yeah, finished two nil to Elfsfort. Um mm. Hammerby yeah, same old as it's been this season, unfortunately. Um, and Elfsport looked like the the true contenders to to Malmo's mm-hmm. um, well crown. Um, it's pretty much their crown. Um, and yeah, I think your shout on the on the predictions episode was um, yeah it was decent. I think Elfsport might be uh, they they might be in with a chance. Yeah, um, we'll see. Very solid. Um, we'll see how they cope with. Uh, the bigger, better teams, uh, unfortunately, Hammerby are not in that bracket mm-hmm. at the moment. Um, but yeah, uh, decent game uh, if for the neutral. Terrible game for a Hammerby fan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, let's move on. As we said earlier, uh, Detective Brenstrom um, <laughs> and his uh, bunch of uh, bunch of bandits from AIK, um, they went to the mighty Grimstar IP in front of, uh, well, I think 40 beat Bromapoikina fans. I think it was about 80% AIK fans in that stadium. Mm. Actually, they, um, they did sell out quite... Oh, well, they didn't sell out, but they, they their stand was quite yeah. full. The fullest I've seen it this season. And they've added yeah. a new oh. stand behind the goal. Um, no. Yeah. Um, not with the Bouncy Castles. Oh, thank the other God side. for that. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah. You don't do that to me, Mike. Right, but there also, there was no Bouncy Castle in this match. What? It wasn't there. And as soon as I noticed this, I realized Fucking that Bromo were in trouble. Me, okay. Yeah. They were in trouble. There was no bouncy castle. Well, you know what they say? No bouncy, no party. Exactly. Um, why? What? Oh, my God. They need to bring it what back is... for the next match because they're not going to win. Do you reckon? Yeah. No, they're not. They're not going to win again this season if they don't bring the mm. bouncy castle back. But the thing is, do you reckon Melbourne, because remember last time they took it away after they got hammered, um, do you reckon something's gone on in the winter break? They all they all went out for like mm. a few too many drinks, <laughs> and Melberg's taken the bouncy castle away. <laughs> well, his son is left. Ah, uh, or maybe it was his. Yeah, it could have been his. He could have taken it with him to RB Salzburg. 
Oh, what a move, by the way. Um, it's Johan yeah. or something. Just yeah, Melberg's son. Melberg's son. <laughs> but he, yeah, he's he's apparently one of the biggest talents in Sweden from the Bomber yeah, yeah. Academy. He's gone. I've heard a lot of uh, mm. interesting interviews with people talking about him, coaches that have um, managed him, mm. and trained him, and stuff. So he, he's definitely one for the future, and that is a great move. Oh, Salzburg yeah. is a is a is a talent development factory. Mm-hmm. So really, really good move. Um, but yeah, I think. Um, uh, yeah, as you said, AK did win this game um, due to the fact that Bromer didn't have their bounce castle. <laughs> but how how did how did it happen? Well, so AK hadn't won in five games before this, so mm. it looked a tricky match for them, considering how Bromer how good Bromer had been this season. Yeah, they've been really good. Mm. But it, they score five minutes in. It was a good goal. Um, mm. Great strength and the tackle from Kaita. Then Gadetti passed it first time to Bill El Hussein. He produced like an Odegaard esque defense cutting pass <laughs> yes beautiful pass um between the center back and the left back both of them yeah. took both of them out of the game and Rui Modesto who I've been saying has been their best player this season yeah, um for sure comes through uh from right from the right back position and slots it away through Sid Klev's legs with the outside yeah, of yeah. his foot yeah, and a right back scoring like goals like that—that that is, uh, that is. Quite yeah, something. it's one of those goals where it looks great, but you also think, "Oh, you were close from fucking that up." Mm. Um, because I mean, there's no way he's thinking, "Right, I'm gonna outside of the boot this through the keeper's legs." Mm. Uh, he's obviously just got it a little bit wrong, and it's gone. It's gone really well for them. But yeah, no, he's he's been really good. He's been a, an mm. attacking threat all season. But what happened to Bilal Hussein? Like, uh, mm. he actually looked like a decent player for once. I have a theory on this, and I don't know why this could be if, why they took Brenstrom off the case because he's moved Bilal Hussein further forwards, and Kaita is now sitting as as the lone defensive midfielder there. And as uh-huh, soon as he yeah. got the ball, every time his first pass was looking up, where's Bilal Hussein? Where is he? Because he was looking yeah. to pass to him first time all the time, and this is what Gadetti did for that first goal. And uh, he was he was running the show because uh, he's not he's not sitting so deep. That might have been the the clue that Brentstrom needed to solve the case, and and that's why they took him off. Exactly. It. And then ten minutes after the first goal, there's another goal from Bilal saying <laughs> to Modesto. Um, yeah, yeah. It was it was a really good cross from Hussein. Uh, perfect. And yeah, very good. It's the type of header that Gudietti should be scoring, <laughs> but it, he wasn't there for some reason. And neither was Omar Farai, <laughs> which are the two target men they play up front. <laughs> Oh, I just don't get Both it. Both of them aren't there, but guess who was there? The right back. Um, <laughs> uh, notches in a really good header. I mean, that's a striker's finish. The first mm. one is a right back's finish, mm. um, and the second one is a striker's finish. Um, but yeah, interesting. Do you reckon they'll change? Because, I mean, this is the Brenstrom system, mm. right? The two very high attacking wing backs. And, yeah, two target like, men. What's going to happen now? <laughs> two target men. What's, what's going to happen now? Mm. Um, I would like to see how they change it up because they have some really good players there. And I, they have been underperforming all year. Uh, yeah. And, th- you know, they've, they've got a new uh, a nutritionist for AIK who's coming in to teach <laughs> players about their diets. I saw in an article, <laughs> Afton Blodit article. By teach players, do you mean teach John? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they, they feel... <laughs> oh, John! I've never seen a more unhealthy-looking professional footballer mm. um, since. Well, I mean, Maradona, maybe. <laughs> yeah, perhaps. I mean, the funniest thing is, at the beginning of the season, they put out a little press release saying that Gadetti's actually our fittest player. He won the bleep test. Um, which 
which I, I've seen AIK fans online say that this is bullshit. Um, <laughs> I mean, it has to it be. It can't be real because this guy can't play after 50 minutes and they keep him on for another 20 usually, take him off around 70 while he just trots oh, around. He, you, you need some theme music for John Guidetti. Yeah, yeah, Every yeah. time he runs, it should go... Exactly. There's no way he won the bleed test. No. I, I'll beat him in a bleed test and I can barely run up the stairs. <laughs> yep. Honestly, Johnny G. Mm. Well, yeah, but anyway, Henning Berg. Yeah, Henning Berg, the guy who got Blackburn relegated from the Premier League. Oh, mate. Alsvens can love a manager that has just been relegated. I mean, it's got to be top of the CV if you're applying for a job in Alsvenskin. Have you recently been relegated? Yes. Oh, yeah, we we're interested. You. But no, this, this but wasn't yeah. that recent. This was 10 year, 11 years ago, 10 years ago. Yeah, but it was a while ago. Yeah, in that time, he's he's won the league in Cyprus, I think. So, you know. Oh, yes. Cyprus yep. and the Faroe Islands league winners <laughs> now in Elsvenskan. <laughs> Things are about to get serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty impressive. My favorite Henningberg moment, though. Mm. Um, is while he was working as a pundit for Norwegian TV, he mm. said um, about the Blackburn Rovers, the Venkies, who are disastrous mm. owners for Blackburn Football Club, nearly destroyed the whole club. Mm. Um, he said, there are no real managers with credibility who would accept a job like that. He said that on the 31st of October, 2012. <laughs> um, and then Blackburn Rovers announced the Berg had accepted <laughs> a three-year contract to manage the club. What? what? Afterwards? I, Yes. What? Like not long <laughs> after he said that, and then somebody obviously brought this up to him, yeah. and this is this was his response. He said that was me looking at it from the outside without knowing really what was going on on the inside. I think this club at the moment is going in the right direction. Oh, my wow. God! Wow. On Henningberg. Yeah, um, but he was a so decent yeah, player uh, back in the day, right? Decent player, but that doesn't always translate, right? No. Um, so it looks like AAK have brought in their mm. yes man. Um, I mean, Henningberg is not going to solve the case. He's going to just mm. you know do what his superiors tell him to do. Yeah, exactly. Whereas Brenstrom, Detective Brenstrom, mm. oh, he was a he was a maverick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it couldn't handle. You know, him. he's going to be at home with like a big one of those big uh, like what are they? cork boards with yeah. sort of players <laughs> and rope attached to them. Right. You know, he's going to be calling in his former assistant that got sacked just before him. And <laughs> yes. They're going to share like one Earl. Honestly, and, and do you know what it. would be the most sensational thing ever for this storyline that we've made up in our heads about <laughs> Detective Brenstrom is what if he came back mm. and actually solved the case? Yeah. It would be like the most true Swedish crime story of all time. Yeah. Um, like, he's got to be an alcoholic for a while. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe lose custody of his children and mm. then he's going to come back and manage AK to glory. Yeah. So just there is yeah, a redemption wanna... arc there available. For right. Um, right. If you want to put a, a bet on for Brenstrom to manage <laughs> AK to a league title within the next five to 10 mm. years, then, uh, you know, I'm not going to say mm. it's a bad idea. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> After Henningberg gets them relegated just because that's right. what they want him to do. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Mm. Oh, dear. But anything else of note to mention in this game? Uh, Kulusevsky was there. Oh, what? yeah. He was, he was in the crowd. He was in the Bromer and, um, what? Yeah, he was taking a break from playing for an underperforming club in a capital city to watch <laughs> an underperforming club in a capital city. Uh... <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. But yeah, 
Kulisevsky, interesting. Mm. Maybe he's, uh, yeah, I mean, oh. maybe he's looking, Brommer played better mm. football than Tottenham, so maybe he was looking for a move. Yeah, actually, I do have to, a couple of points that I haven't actually raised yet about this match. Um, so Omar Farai should have had a, a straight red. Sorry, who's that? Is that, you mean Nigel Farage? Oh, yeah, Nigel Farage should have had okay, a straight, yeah, yeah. Yes. Neil will be listening, we need to, yeah. Exactly. Uh, Nigel. So Nigel um, should have got straight red for an obvious stamp on Tim Wakey Wakey. Um, just terrible stuff. It was so clear his intent too. Yeah, the ref was right there. He steps on him once, turns around, and then pushes his studs in while looking down at him and, and kind of does a stamp on the back of Waker's knee. What? Yeah, it's... Tim Wakey Wakey. Yeah. He's one of my favorite right. players. And then he dives, right? What? Straight after, after, the, after the first stamp, Lifts his leg, looks down, second stamp, falls over. Right. <laughs> this sounds like classic Nigel Farage. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Claiming victim after screwing over right. a country. Yeah. But then uh, the best moment of the game, best moment, uh, seconds after this, it, I think it was about 10 seconds, maybe. Kaita takes a tumble. And at this point, it was just, it was just fouls and dives from AIK from about the 60th Oof. minute. And this was 85 minutes. Um, so Kato takes a tumble and uh, Holm decides to put the ball down on his head for where yes. they're going to take the free kick, right? I saw this. Yeah. And he was obviously unhappy with the time wasting and just making a little joke. But like, right. okay, I'm going to put it down on his head because they were just diving. And like, <laughs> just Farai, just a minute earlier, should have got a red card. Um, so then then four or five AIK players just run up to him and start like pushing him and shouting him. Milosevic leading the charge. Uh, of course. Yeah, the ref gives him a yellow um, for putting... well placing he didn't even drop it he just placed it on his head and it was done in a humorous way so good yeah but he gives him a yellow card and apparently have you seen the interview uh, after the yes. full time because yes. apparently the ref said that oh that was close to a red close to a red close to a round of applause for an amazing <laughs> bit of shit house yeah i mean if you're going to be wasting time mm. and lay down where the ball's supposed to be taken mm. like where the free kick's supposed to be taken you should expect the ball to be placed on your head yeah. i mean yes yeah. <laughs> what are you doing honestly mm. Roma Poikin are, are fast becoming like my, my my secret my secret crush in the Alsvenskan. <laughs> that is a brilliant, brilliant yeah. bit of decision making. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm so glad he didn't get a red card. Yeah, that would have been yeah. absolutely ridiculous because <laughs> also that was like seconds after Farai was about to do a keyhole operation on the back of Wake's <laughs> knee with his studs. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh yeah. But anyway, it, it finished two 0 to AIK, mm. um, and yeah, I think most AIK fans were expecting. Um, if they lost this game, that Brentstrom would get fired. Mm. I don't know how many were expecting um, them winning the game and Brentstrom getting fired, but that is what has transpired. But what a um, weird decision! It is. Weird. I know we're, make, we're mean, making joke of it because of Brentstrom. Obviously, he's a famous detective and all that. But <laughs> the, they could have they could have sacked him before the break. They could have sacked him during right. the break. They could have sacked him earlier the season. Right. But they sack him after the first win. Right. I, I don't it get it. Make no sense. And he, I don't get it. You can it. see he changed the system slightly. I mean, he still had two immobile forwards who didn't do anything. <laughs> but there was Bilal Hussain there running the show and Modesto yeah. playing yeah, right back, it's... right midfield, and right centre forward at the same time. <laughs> um, yeah, there's no way Gudetti's beating Modesto in a bleep test. I'm uh, sorry. Yeah. But that, that's just or Otieno, the left back, who's absolutely right. <laughs> rapid and doesn't stop running. Yeah, all game. exactly. Yeah. yeah. Omigashi even as well. Oh, right. 
Yeah. I mean, anyone. Yeah, the goalkeeper, Nordfeld. <laughs> like, <laughs> I want to see a Nordfeld Gadetti yeah. bleep test. That's what I want to see. I want to see Fuck a sprint it. test no. between them. No, I want to see a Brenstrom <laughs> Gadetti bleep test. <laughs> Maybe that's why he got fired. He was embarrassing Gadetti on the training pitch. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Mm. You can't show up our superstar like that, Brenny. <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah. Anyway, AOK get a much-deserved, uh, well, much-needed victory. Um, and, uh, yeah, that's uh, that wraps up the first game of the week. I got to watch... Uh, I don't know if you can call them highlights, but the 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 yeah the the replay mm. of the Rapids Vanima, mm. which um it did make my eyes bleed a little bit. Um, but Adimi, um, the uh yeah on loan um from Uruguay and uh, a winger for Vanima, mm. uh, he twisted, turned, put Vanima one 0 up in the twenty fifth minute, um, and they looked pretty good. Uh, so Vanimo uh, took a, a one nil lead um, against a Doe Rapids team that looked to be in a bit of trouble. Um, mm. There was no uh, Campos, uh, who you know maybe he was out celebrating his uh, <laughs> Nutter of the Year award, uh, the What the Fuck Is Osvenska mm. Nutcase Award. Um, yeah, because he wasn't in the he wasn't playing uh, on the bench. He might have been injured or red carded. I'm not sure. Um, <laughs> But the, a bigger loss for them is Vukujevic, who's out for the season. Yeah, um, and that is massive because, um, yeah, he was he was he was sort of pinnacle, mm. the focal point of their attack. He had a great totally. shot on him, yeah. an awesome head of hair, and you know, make, kind of pieced them together. And they looked absolutely awful. Even Vanema, mm. who have been absolutely torrid the last few weeks, yeah, but- um, looked decent. They they do play quite well, Vernema. I think. Yeah, um, they do. They they move yeah. the ball around nicely. They got some good players in there, like uh, Simon Turn and uh, yeah, yeah, Louis Kangas, Engval, and Johansson as well today. Oscar Johansson, I think he made a uh, team of the week. Team of the week. Yeah, yeah, he was he was really good. He got two assists. Um, but with Degerforge, Vukievic, as you mentioned, he's not there. Their replacement strikers. Are absolutely pony, and there's oh, they they played two up front, and both of them are. Yeah. I think they're both twenty one, but they were one got subbed at half time, and the other yeah. was was uh, basically non existent. So yeah, they it are going down good. unless they're yeah unless I they know. get a striker, and I don't think they're going to get a striker. I mean, they are what one point ahead of AK and three points ahead of Yota Boring, mm. um, and they look like the best bet to join the boys in Super Etta next year. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they 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 didn't look good. Vernema looked decent. My favorite Peter Crouch lookalike, <laughs> um, Hampus Nerstrom, mm-hmm. uh, went full Marouane Fellaini in this match. <laughs> um, he had some absolute uh, Fellaini-esque moments. Ooh. One just after the ball was being ping-ponged around the edge of the box, um, he boxed out the defender and laid it off to turn, who could have, could have, should have scored, mm. uh, could have scored. And then he popped up to clumsily knee the ball into the back of the net mm. for a decent ball in, <laughs> yeah, in true Fellaini mm. style. I mean, that is absolute, that is right out the marijuana Fellaini-Everton mm. playbook. Mm-hmm. Um, just be big, get in the box, and get some sort of body part on mm. the ball towards the goal. Or an elbow on the player. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, he um he had his he had his uh, a decent performance and it was pretty dominant for Venema. Um and yeah, I think on the 
during the break, um, Neil made a comment, um, a terribly educated comment, um, <laughs> because it's Neil and screw you, Neil, for not being on the show. But um, he, he made a comment that Diego Forrest actually play good football and he thinks that Werner are more likely to go down. Mm. Um, I don't think he watched this game because mm. I think he, he, he might have to change his opinion. I think he saw um, a lot of Diego Forrest at the beginning of the season right. when they were okay. And now, right. yeah. Now, but I mean, Vukievich and Campos, you take those two out of this mm. team and it is super etten all mm-hmm. over it. Um, so yeah, we'll see. Maybe they can get Campos back, but obviously Vukievich is done for the season. Mm. So. Interesting times. Um, Doe Rapids 0, Vernimo 2. Um, and yeah, that's all that needs to be said about this game. Um, Vernimo are, are closing with uh, on Hammerby now. They're only one point behind Hammerby. Oh my God, is that true? That's true. After this, oh God. yeah, oh, that's depressing. Mm-hmm. Oh dear. Well, all right, <laughs> let's move on. Uh, thanks for that, Mike. Um, a game that I actually was looking forward to watching was uh, Malmo against John McEnroe FC, um, partly because it's Malmo and they play very good football, and partly because Sirius are actually quite fun to watch as well. However, yeah, no Jamie Roche. Yeah, that, that made me sad. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? Honestly, on on Wimbledon he, weekend, you know, when Wimbledon right. starts again, John McEnroe FC, and they don't have Jamie Rush there. It's. I mean, Jamie Rush looks like he could be playing at Wimbledon. Yeah, um, he looks like a sort definitely... of a Spanish tennis player. You know, <laughs> he's got he's got the frame, as and he's got mm. the frame to be a tennis player. He could deal with Djokovic's serves, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he, him not being in the team really kind of made me sad. Mm. Um, Malcolm Jane uh, came in for him. Did you see? Yeah, eighteen year old. Uh, yeah, he's really likable player. player. Same, yeah, yeah um, I agree. And I saw him play earlier in the season yeah. as well, and he was he was decent. Um, yeah, yeah, it should be an interesting journey to follow him. Yeah, the only problem I think with him was that his uh, his passing, well, his long passing in particular, was nothing on Jamie Rush's. No, so he got zero no. percent long balls. Zero zero percent long balls. But he, he he did get eighteen of twenty one short passes, um, yeah. and he made five recoveries. He didn't win any of his jewels. Um, <laughs> he looks very lightweight. Yeah, he's only 18. Um, but, you know, he's got good, yeah. decent technique. Uh, very good technique. He needs to fill out a bit. Mm. He's no Jamie Rush, that's for sure. Yeah. But um, yeah, hopefully he'll be back soon. I still haven't heard an injury update on Jamie mm. Rush, but it'll be interesting to see. However, Bussinello oh. might just be one of the best crossing left backs I've seen in a long time. He is such an old school left back. Yeah. He's like Kalasanach, but with a bit of flair. <laughs> it's a unit. He's a unit. He's a bit nuts. Mm, and he goes up and down. What a left foot. What a left foot he's got on him. It's superb. Uh, his delivery is exceptional. That The cross he put in for Smooches McGee to score, I genuinely think you put Pontus Janssen's daughter in the box mm. there, she's getting something on it and that's going in i mean that's how good the cross was you didn't yeah. you don't need to make a play on the ball you just you just let it hit you um a sensational ball um and Bussinello was a, was was an absolute nightmare in this game oh, he's so good he's so good two assists as well mm. i mean one of them i don't know if you can call it assist cuz he basically just passed it to Nanasi and Nanasi went all sort of uh, otherworldly um in uh, cutting in and, and pinging it into the to the bottom corner, yeah. Nanasi could have had a hat trick though. I mean, yeah, young Prince Charles made a couple of good saves. Yeah, did he did. That? He did. Yeah, um, Tornander, Jakob Tornander. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> awesome name. But I mean, young Prince Charles. Yeah, is definitely a young yeah. Prince Charles. 
can't get away from that. Yeah. And on the other end, Darlin, one of the better goalkeepers in El Svenskin, mm. uh, he did his very best Oscar Lanier impression. Mm. Um, oh, could we talk a little sorry. bit about Oscar Lanier oh. now? Hold on. Have you heard the news? <laughs> <sighs> Oscar Lanier has been released by Bromma Boykina. Oh, God. I don't know why this, this one gets to me, man. It's sad, isn't it? He did put it anyway. an, an RIP at the end of his career, like about <laughs> two months ago. Yeah, and it looks like mm. I wasn't wrong. No, um, but if there are any Corpen teams in the Stockholm area looking for a goalkeeper, um, you know, I, I, I want to be his agent. I want to see if I can get him back into football. Yeah, because um, Farnborough Town, yeah. maybe Aldershot, uh, Woking, no, it's too high level, mate. National League. No, I'm thinking. Yeah. I'm thinking, sort of. Um, Division Seven. <laughs> Sorry, that was brutal. He's probably a very good goalkeeper. Yeah. Um, Tudor Arms and, um, FC. Uh, <laughs> right, could be looking at him. <laughs> he might make the bench. Mm. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Darling did his best Oscar Lanier impression. Um, but um, you know, the long ball in drops the ball at the feet of the of the striker. But the Grand Masters of Al Svenskin decided to rule it out. Mm. Um, just to make sure that the What the Fuck is Al Svenskan podcast doesn't have any more ammunition on goalkeepers in this league. Yeah. Um, that is my conspiracy theory, yeah. and I'm sticking to it. Yeah. Um, Discovery it, they, Plus they said it was off. They're seeing us as rivals now. I, I've noticed that. 100%. We put, usually put out our Team of the Week a couple of days earlier than them, or a day earlier. <laughs> and then their Team of the Week is... It's almost it's exactly the same. I mean, mm. I mean, I get it. We are like footballing oracles. Yeah, um, I mean, you're what you're a UEFA B license coach. <laughs> I'm a level one right. scout. <laughs> <laughs> and I Neil is a total imbecile. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think I think they're threatened. Um, mm. So they didn't want any more goalkeeper content uh, on our show. Um, mm. One part I did miss in this game, and I don't know if you saw it. I'm just going to put you on the spot here. Taha Ali, he, he mm. hobbled off with an injury, right? Yeah, sad. That makes me sad. Hard time, yeah. I put, Honestly, I put him Neil, in my fantasy Neil's, team as well. Right mm. there, you go. That was it. Neil's five-a-side team now has Vecchia, Ali, um, uh, both yeah. both injured. Um, so yeah, good job. <laughs> uh, but yes, yeah, Smooches scored again, mm. but it was ruled a fourth side, and then. Shortly after that, he was bundled over in the box. Um, kind of like, it was a bit soft, I thought, the penalty. I mean, yeah, you, I get it. It's from behind. It's it, it's a pen. But then he got a second yellow and sent him off. Mm. Um, and that just killed the game. No idea, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was a very good penalty, Smooches, mm. honestly. He should uh, speak to old Harold Kane and try and teach him a few things because that was a very good <laughs> penalty. Um and then Nanasi scored a beauty, and he, for me, he's firmly established himself as the star of the Al Svenskan mm. this season. Um, he's the one, highest you know, priced player uh, in the Al Svenskan on transfer market. Ah, yeah. after Hugo Larsson left, mm. or yeah, including that one. No, uh, okay. I, this is just checking now, uh, so okay. it could, yeah, perhaps. Mm. He looks good. Looks very good. Um, Malmo three, John McEnroe FC, aka Are You Serious, aka F. K serious? Yeah, IK serious. There you go. Um, uh, nil. Um, serious continue to sort of wallow in mid-table mediocrity and Malmo continue to storm towards the title. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of their challengers, um, 
BK Bush, mm. uh, the mighty BK Bush, yeah. met uh, Norsherping. It dropped two points uh, here. Dropped two points. Um, it was the first game since Sigurdsson left. Mm. Um, Kazini started. Yeah. I was super excited. I was like, yay, I get to watch a whole game of Kazini. And then he was subbed off after 25 minutes, uh, which made me sad. Yeah, very sad. He's a very fun player to watch, but can't really catch a break. Uh, poor fella. Yeah. Um, hopefully he is back soon. Mm. Um, BK Bush scored and took a 1-0 lead after one of the Gustafsson twins pinged in a beauty of a cross and my guy Hovland scored again Right, he's gone full Gabriel this season <laughs> 5 goals in 14 games mm. which brings his total to 12 goals in 54 games that's that's fantastic. That's John Terry levels of goals from Central. Well, ah, it's it's better. So I've mm. got a surprise quiz for you. Mike. Oh, and the quiz is called "Who has the best goals per game, Hovland or insert your Gordon player here?" <laughs> right. So Hovland, yep, or Harris Raditanak. Hovland. Hovland. That's an easy one to start mm. off with. Hol- Hovland. Uh, Raditanak averages nine po- a goal every nine point one games, mm. which is disgraceful for a striker. But yeah. and he's in his like late thirties now. He's played for many <laughs> exactly. years. Yeah, uh, and this is this is their Eurogordon career, by the way, not their mm. full career. Hampus Findel or Hovland? Mm. Hampus Findel is a defensive midfielder, but he does score quite a few. Ooh. Hovland, Hovland. Correct answer is Hovland. Yes. Uh, Hampus Findel averages a goal every 6.6 games. Not bad for a defensive um, mid. That's not bad yeah. for a defensive mid. Um, Hovland mm. or Jurgen centre back and penalty taker Marcus Danielson. Oh, that oh, because they're similar. Uh, because Danielson is like Jurgen's top scorer right now, and he is a penalty taker. Oh. Hovland, Hovland. It's Hovland. Yeah. <laughs> Danielson every 7.7 games. Uh, and the last one, mm. Hovland or Eurogordon striker, Joel Osoro. Mm. Mm. Hovland. <laughs> Correct answer is Hovland. Yeah. Osoro averages a goal every 4.8 games and Hovland averages a goal every 4.5 games. Wow, is that close? Oh my God. Yeah, it's really 4. close. But I mean, five games. It's mad. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Hovland is is uh, yeah a little bit of a cheat code for fantasy football. Um, unfortunately, uh, Hovland <laughs> nearly scored an own goal. Um, <laughs> we'll get to that in a moment. Um, but yeah, BK Bush played some unbelievable football uh, in the first half. Honestly, it was so beautiful to watch some of their link up play. The Gustafsson twins running riot in midfield. It was just, it was just really good football. But Nor Sherping scored in the third minute of injury time from nowhere. Was this really. Trousterson's volley? Yes, I saw this. and it's some hit. Yeah. But it, I mean, I think it. I think it was Sadiq um, who tried to like dribble it out of his own penalty area, um, and it's kind of bounced around and he's just smashed it in um undeserved but they went in at the break 1-1 and everyone who's played football knows that that is a very psychological goal <laughs> um and then five minutes after the second half has begun bk bush give the ball away nor shopping counter and after a catalog of comical errors and some passive defending mm. uh, hovland nearly scores an own goal 
And then the keeper loses sight of the ball, mm. kind of falls over, and Lynn just taps it in to give Norshepping the lead. And it was totally against the run of play. And all of a sudden, BK Bush were 2-1 were down. Um, mm. And yeah, it, it wasn't a fair result on the game, but it was a fair result on the way they defended that last mm. <laughs> that last passage of play. It was, it was really bad. Yeah. Um, but then the other Gustafsson twin stepped up uh, and made it 2-2 four minutes later, and it was then game on again. And somehow the match ended 2-2. Uh, I, I, they threw everything they had at Norshaping. Mm. Um, but yeah, they, 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 Norshaping were very organized, very stubborn. Mm. Um, and BK Bush dropped two points in the title race, which uh, could turn out to be vital. Yeah. Um, They've now played uh, a game more than uh, both uh, yes. Elmo and uh, Elsbury. And there are a couple exactly. of players playing now. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, not looking good. But I mean, BK Bush still a joy to watch. Still my recommendation for anyone looking to start watching El Sernskin is to watch them play um, because they're, they're a fun team to watch. Mm-hmm. Speaking of fun teams to watch, Mike, <laughs> Halmstad <laughs> against Yotta Boring. <laughs> um, yeah. How did this work out for you? A horrible match. Oh, God. I think there was a combined XG of less than one. Um <laughs> It was it was shocking. Uh, um, we can we cannot spend much time on this. Uh, no, there's only one thing not. I got to say about this game is that Hagen hit both posts with a shot. Um, yes, a boy player Hagen, <laughs> and Hagen is as Hagen does. Oh, but um, yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, actually, I mean, yeah. I suppose that was the the most interesting match highlight. The most interesting thing from this game was. Um, captain of my fiber oh, yeah. side team, Andreas Johansson. 412. Becoming the 412 games, the all time leader in appearances for an outfield player in the Alsvenskin. Mm. I mean, that's James Milner esque. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm. um, and yeah, kept a clean sheet. Uh, nothing, there's nothing Andreas Johansson likes more than clean sheets, mm. no paperwork, you know, very, very good day at the office, mm-hmm. very organized, no frills, no fusses, no hair, yep. no problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's probably it. a bald on purpose he's probably one of those guys <laughs> that he's just like well I just it's so much easier um <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> oh he's he's one of those dads that goes on holiday and packs like one pair of trousers mm. two t-shirts which he rotates a mm-hmm. couple of pairs of underpants which he flips inside out yeah. the other day uh, and that's pretty much it he's got all the passports yeah. in a special folder all the all the tickets. He's got a fanny pack full of travelers checks. Yeah. He's got he's got the the uh what's it the Lonely Planet guide to uh to wherever he's going. He's yeah, exactly. He's folded over the page corners of all the you know, restaurants he wants to try. Yeah, he's got a, oh, yeah, little like sticky notes in each pad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Between the pages. Oh, Andreas, you want some anyway, you. Let's talk about a fun game. Yes, please. Mm. You saw a bit of this Mike. as well. Euro Gordon I 2, Valbray nil. Best best match of the weekend for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, surprisingly, actually. And Fat Klopp is gone. I know. but He's been replaced by an even fatter Klopp. No, no, no. It's, it's worse. Yeah. He's been replaced by Matt Lucas from Little Britain. Oh, yeah. Have you seen yeah, him? Yeah, 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 exactly. Oh, my <laughs> God. He is, that is what he 100%. Like. Mm. Uh, I don't like it. Um, yeah. uh, Matt Lucas from Little Britain. If any Swedes wondering what the hell Little Britain is, um, I wouldn't recommend to watch it. Not, oh, not in this day and no. age. Not in this day and age. No, no, no way. Exactly. I, I tried to rewatch it because I remember 
I remember when I was about 10, finding it funny. And then I, I said to my girlfriend, like, oh, yeah, this used to be a show. And I saw some things on, right. on YouTube, clicked on it. I was like, yeah. oh, wow. Oh, my it's God, amazing. this has not aged well. This, it, <laughs> oh, what? What they're doing? It oh. was groundbreaking at mm. the time, um, but yeah, it, it, it and it was. I remember absolutely loving it, mm. and now, yeah, I look back and I'm like, "Ooh, mm. okay, mm, interesting." But yeah, Matt Lucas from Little Britain has taken over Varberg's boys, which surely means their mm. relegation is all but confirmed. Ooh, um, or is yeah? It? See, that's a shout. Yeah. That's a shout. But yeah, what happened, Mike? What happened to the mighty Animal Park in this one? Okay, they were they were brilliant. Lucas Berryvale started again. Uh, yeah, yeah, and he was he was superb. His ability to take the ball on the turn is unmatched. I I haven't right. seen a player in Alsvenskan be able to move like that. And yeah. uh, he was often occupying the centre forward role throughout this game. So that, that's another thing that was found quite interesting. Yeah. Um, he was playing very far forward, and, and mm. he is—he's—he's all he's poor, poor Magnus Eriksson. It feels mm. like he's been sent to an early pension. Um, yeah, Bergvall is. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, I said let's pump the brakes on the hype train mm. on on Bergvall. Um, and I still think you know he's—he's he's, he's only what is he seventeen? Yeah, 18? seventeen. Um, yeah. So he's got a lot of you know learning to do. But his—you're you, right. And, and interestingly enough, in this game. Mm. I noticed that exact same thing: the taking the ball in the turn, mm. the, the 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 scanning, the seeing the space. Uh, he's still he's still prone to errors. He's he, he missed mm. an absolute oh, yeah. sitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Four. He oh missed two God. sitters, but the, fir- the, the, the first one that he missed, I think that's the one you're talking about. He was this was like uh, do you remember that Nwonku Kanu effort? This is I don't know why this is coming out of my brain. <laughs> there was a Nwonku Kanu for Arsenal one point. Yeah. missed by being under the crossbar and somehow got it over the crossbar. Oh, yeah, this yeah, is yeah, yeah. almost exactly oh, yes. like that. Um, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, it's it's unbelievable. Mm. Um, he's just blasted it over. Yeah. I mean, that is a proper rush of blood to the head. Um, I mean, Magnus Eriksson would have put it away, oh, yeah. but he would never have gotten it in the first <laughs> no, place. Exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, Joel Osorio made that. Yeah, Joel Osorio. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit more about him in this game, but um, from 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 the beginning, let's go from then. Uh, Elias Anderson. So he mm. played really well in this game, and he's he's nearing yeah. a move to Lechpoz, and everyone knows this. Um, Rami yeah. Cabe, he's just joined from Her- uh, Herenvin in the in the Eredivisie. Yeah. Um, I love their kit, by the way. Uh, awesome kit. Yeah. yeah, he played for Elsbury for four years. Did really well by all accounts. Um, and yeah, got a move to the Dutch league, and now he's come back. Tunisia international. It's a good replacement. Great I mean, replacement. It, 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 if you're gonna if you're gonna sell mm. one of your better fullbacks, yeah. um, or one of the better fullbacks in the Alsvenskan, then you've got to bring in a replacement. Mm. And you've got to have been very smart in the transfer window. Mm. They've they've made some very good moves, I think. Definitely, yeah. Um, yeah, as we mentioned at the beginning, getting a new striker, getting rid of Edvardsen, it's looking good. Um, so, but yeah, there was an instant classic uh, for. For awkward discovery plus interviews with Elias Anderson at the beginning of the match. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Did you I see this? Mm-hmm. They just asked him the same question over and over again, and he's just like, "What? <laughs> no. What? I can't talk about that. What? Right. What are you doing? I don't want to. What? <laughs> just stop asking <laughs> yeah. me questions. <laughs> oh, mm. I just I, I don't know what they expected after he said no the first four times. Yeah. Um, it's, yeah. <laughs> he just laughed, and they had to cut the interview straight. <laughs> it's brilliant. <laughs> uh, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, when the game started, uh, Zetterstrom made a brilliant save one minute in. Um, it was a it was a slip from somebody. Um, 
Yeah, the the right centre back. Is it Lofgren? Yeah, he's, he yeah. he scored later on. He could have had two actually, but uh, yeah, he mm. slipped and but Zerstrom made a decent save. But I mean, he made a good save. Mm. But what was Krasnik? Krasnik. Uh, Krasnik. Um, yeah, something like mm. that. <laughs> what, what was he doing? He mm. should have fifa'd Zetterstrom. Yeah, like, there was a, there was a mate, a silver holt mm. also quality name mm. um was just standing it's in a very Potter name by the way silver Holt. it's very oh my god yeah that i mean he is captain Oliver of the silver team. yeah exactly mm. <laughs> stepping up for hufflepuff <laughs> yeah, it, is. it is hufflepuff as well it's hufflepuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oliver silver holt <laughs> uh, yeah oh mm. he nearly caught the snitch but no um yeah. mm. um didn't square the ball to him mm. uh, 59 seconds into the game yeah wasn't it? yeah really early oh, so yeah things could have been so different exactly for all four Farbury fans that were there <laughs> it's so jarring to see that and i was i was watching this this game with my girlfriend and um you know, she. I want to take her to to a football match. She hasn't actually been to a football match, but you know, she doesn't like crowds. So what I was saying is, like, next game, next time, <laughs> there's sort of a Eurogordon match versus Varberry or somebody like that. We go and we can we can we can stretch out. We can have the whole away end to ourselves. Put down a rug, get some popcorn, like. You know what mm. you should do? You should do Varberg's boys against Bromer. Yeah. Home or away. Mm. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Um, you will have half the stadium to yourself. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Shame. Oh, but the, but yeah, this this game started really well. So yeah, the, yeah then the Bergvel chance comes, uh, which we spoke about, blast it over. And then uh, like a minute later, there's a corner and there's a really nice routine. Elias Anderson whips in across. Tons of whip on that. And oh, yeah. Very whippy. Jesper Lofgren, very whippy, ghosting in at the back post. Great header, one nil. A lot of centre backs popping up with goals. Yeah. Then Sorrow beat two players by the halfway line, knocked the ball past oh, the yeah. third, powered down the right wing. Brilliant oh, cross. And then Bergbaum misses his second sitter of the oh, game. No. I don't know how he's missed. This is nine minutes in, and he's missed <sighs> another sitter. Nine minutes in. Unbelievable. So, this one was way worse. Mm. This was awful. I mean, it was, it was. I mean, it's a tap in. Mm. It's an absolute tap in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, uh, he could he could have had two goals in the first ten minutes, but this is his yep. movement as well. It's really really smart. Right. That's true. Mm. That's true. I mean, he is he is making the chances with yeah, his movement. Yeah. But also, Oliver Burry, he seems to have the freedom to play everywhere, and I think he's dictating their tactical changes, and his movements are like a trigger for the other players to take up different positions. And I think that maybe this is why they persist with him. Because um, Bergvel, Osoro, Redisnak were often playing through the middle. And what would happen is Bury would drop and then another player after Bury would drop would move into his space. So I yeah. think he was, I think maybe this is why they keep persisting with him because he's yeah. he's not a goal scorer. He did score this nope. game from the penalty. But he's not a goal scorer. He, right. <laughs> he, he doesn't seem to get many assists or do much creatively, but the way he creates space for the other players, I think is really good as we were yeah. saying earlier, Gajonson might be Sven Gajonson might be the most selfless striker in our Svenskin, but it could also possibly be Burry. Yeah, yeah, no, true. It's not a bad shout. Not a bad shout. And uh, then after that, um, Bergvell gets absolutely wiped out in the box, shoulder to the face, 
Uh, no attempt to play the ball should have been a pen. Uh, right. And, uh, and not given. Not given. And then uh, Findel makes a tackle on the counter from that, gets yellow, suspended for the next match. And then Reditanak gets someone's studs <laughs> halfway up his shin, which rips a hole in his... Uh, in his socks, and there's clear bleeding. Oh! And the Varbe play, I, I think, is uh, Maxime Sant, who they've uh, signed from oh, yeah. from Hammerby earlier this season. Um, but yeah, he d- he doesn't get a booking. It's a it's clear so stuff in the middle of the leg. There's, there's so many VAR questions that popped up this weekend. Mm. Obviously, after Reinfeldt's um, comments that he's and all the protests against him this week um, yeah. from the from the stands. I mean. It's 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 weird because I'm so split on the subject now. Before the season, I was 100% in fuck VAR. Um, but the more football I watch, the more frustrating it is when things don't go quite how they should. It's because we've but seen the other side of it. I know, I know, mm. but I, I don't still don't know if I like the other side of it. Yeah. So I'm still definitely on team Nova. Mm. Um, uh, and but I'm 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 less. I'm less assertive on that point than I used to be because it's it is frustrating watching, um, especially Alsvenskan referees are not on the level of some other leagues referees, so it becomes even more apparent when things are missed. Um, it's for me, it's still one of the hardest jobs in the world being mm. a referee. Um, but um, uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I still think VAR yeah. does ruin football, but um, for the spectators. <laughs> For the spectators, it's mm. getting harder and harder to to make that point though, mm. um, with the, all the mistakes that are happening. But yeah, and then and then the the penalty. Um, mm. What do you think, Mike? Pen or no pen? Yeah, it's a pen. It, it, no, like, so, you'd say that. So Lofgren you, gets you a blue glasses on. Yeah, well, Lofgren gets another chance to score here, and his header is going towards the goal. Linda has it's his, not. It is going towards. It's the goal. going across the box. It's going. The keeper's at the front post. He's picking that up all day it, long. It's going, to, it's going to the back post. The header. But where do you where do you put your arm as the defender? I mean, it's one of those where you can't really help it. But if it hits your arm, no. you've you've stopped it going towards the goal. Yeah, with your I arm. Mean, what are defenders supposed to do? I mean, it's just going to be comical if they have to have their arms like taped to their sides mm. as soon as the ball goes into the box. I think I don't know. He should have been I mean, in a better position in the first hand. Uh, Linda, this I think is it true. Was. This um, is true. But I still think it's tough. Arm sort of thing, but it is arm. But it's point blank as well. I mean, there's mm. got to be some sort of allowance made for the distance between the ball yeah. being kicked and where it hits your body, and also how natural position your arm is in. His arm was right. kind of up to the side, which I. I think that's totally natural. I mean, how else do you keep your balance? You've got to have your arms slightly up. Yeah, but if I, I if I think if that was me in the box there, and I knew it was either going to hit my arm or something, I would have had to move out of the way and just let the goal go in. Probably, I, I don't know what would. Nah, I don't think you'd do that. I don't think there's, there's not enough time to make that decision. Mm. But yeah, I think we'll have to agree to disagree. But I feel like mm. the boys—that's the sixth penalty they've had against them. It's the most in the Elsvenskan. Yeah. Um, also, prime relegation statistics. Mm. That is. Um, yeah, yeah, but then Berg scores, makes it 2-0. Um, but right. Varbury weren't that bad in this game. No. You're good and we're really good. Weren't. And Osoro was uh he was he was sensational. Uh, the amount of the amount brilliant. of players he beat dribbling and some he of the skills brilliant. that he did, like a little Rabona through someone's legs. Uh, right. yeah. 
But this is the player that I said, you know, at the start of the season, this is the mm. guy I remember at Sunderland. Uh, this is the guy mm. that I said, like, he, if if Joel Sorrow's anywhere close to how good he was at Sunderland, mm. he will tear this league to pieces. Yeah. Um, and today he showed that form. Did you see the interview with him after the game? It was on the Euro Gordon channel. Oh, no, I didn't channel. see that. Um, but he basically alluded, not so subtly, to the fact that he hasn't been 100% fit. Mm. Um, he said he felt fitter, lighter, and was starting to recognize himself again. Um, so I'm calling for a breakout second mm-hmm. half of the season for Joel Osorio. Yeah. He's going straight into my fantasy team, and you know I'm going to ride or die with him now. Yeah, uh, on that front, yeah, he was he so was, I think he was so good. And they're getting primed. a new striker in as well, and maybe right. they can combine. That'll open up more channels for him. Exactly. Um, Fellanius came on, had a bright cameo. Missed, could have had a couple of assists towards the end. Mm. Was really direct actually this time, running out. Oh, did you like him this time? He was he was he was, like Osorio said, maybe he's a. He's finding himself again. <laughs> I don't know, but he also missed his customary sitter. Um, of course. Yeah. yeah. And Standard. Yeah, exactly. But do, do you know what the worst part of this game was, though? Mm. It was I was sort of half watching this game. And every time the commentators would go, Vinicius, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, yeah. Expecting, to, <laughs> expecting to see a future Ballon d'Or winner. Uh, instead, I was watching Varberg's boys. Um, but yeah, the, the Vinicius Noguera. Can we please call him Vinicius Noguera, not just Vinicius? Because I can't take it. Mm. It's too too much. I get too excited. Um, Imagine then, if yeah. there was an Omri in there. Oh, could you imagine? Oof. But yeah, Animal Park 2, the boys, zero. Um, Yeah, yeah. how many points do they have now? Uh, Three points by Gothenburg. Three points by Gothenburg. Yeah, Mm. they've got five points. Zero wins, five draws, eight losses, Mm -hmm. and a goal difference of minus 18, Mm. which sounds like a lot until you realize that (laughs) Degenfors have won three, drawn two, and their goal difference is minus twenty-two. Yeah, and they've they've conceded thirty-six goals, and they've actually lost a game more than Varberg's boys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Degerfors, uh, uh, sorry, Varberg's boys, uh, continuing that that slow march mm. uh, into the pits of hell mm-hmm. that is Super Etten. Um, last game of the week, Mike. Yeah. Dandra Village against Kalmar. Yeah, I actually fell asleep during this one. Um, <laughs> It wouldn't be a week of Al Svenskin without Mike falling asleep during a game. Yeah, I I tried to watch this after the other Monday night game and uh, (laughs) the Hammer Beals. Yeah, Yeah. shouldn't try that. Don't try that at home. Um, (laughs) But it it started out right. Fenger scored in the fifth minute, decent header. Then Scrub got on back uh, 10 minutes later. And then, to my knowledge, nothing happened. Um, (laughs) But looking at the stats, apparently, Melby had an XG of 2.6 and had 18 points. Uh, must have missed all that, like they did. But uh, yeah, another another game where Mielby kind of bore their life out of an opponent and just draw and don't concede more than they score or score more than they concede. Right. So yeah, this mm. is the park the bus FC mm. um, and Kalmar. I mean, who are Kalmar? I don't I don't get it. They they're so yeah. inconsistent. They're really high and, up um, in the table, but yet I have never seen anything from them that makes right. me think this is a really good team. Apart from their goalkeeper yeah. and apart from Siemens Grab. And Ravich. And Ravich, He's been yeah. decent in patches, in patches, but he's been yeah. terrible the last few mm. games. Um, but yeah, that sums it up. Dandrab Village, uh, aka Mielby 1, Kalmar 1. Uh, and that wraps up this week's results. Um, interesting week in Elsvenskin. Um Not many massive talking points, but we still managed to babble on for an hour and 13 minutes. <laughs> um 
So let's wrap this week's episode up with welcoming you to the Alsvenskan stock market. There you go. Neil's away, so screw you, Neil. We're doing all the sound effects we want. Um, Alsvenskan stock market. Mike, who is your buy low and who is your sell high? Oh, okay. So I'm buying Majed. I'm buying some stocks in Majed, uh, the oh, Hamlet nice. winger. Because he looks like he's grown, he he played really well, and I reckon get, get, give him a run of games, and uh, this guy could be really good. So yeah, getting stocks in Majed, and I'm going to dump my stocks in Hecken. Oh, yeah. what? I'm selling high. Hecken. I'm selling high, and I'm going to buy low. <gasps> I saw some cracks in their armor this this week, and I oh oh my yeah. god, I think there's some and other if teams. Benny goes. Mm. Lars Larsson's okay. gone. You know? Yeah, oh, I miss Lars, son of Lars. Mm. Okay, interesting. So you're you're buying stocks in Majed and you're dumping all your BK Hecken stocks, mm. selling high on BK Hecken. Nice. Well, uh, I am investing in Eurogordon. Yes. Um, yeah, it, it kind of uh, just sick in my <laughs> mouth saying that, but mm. I, I'm not a fan of Eurogordon as a football club. Um, but I think they are making some very smart moves in the transfer market. Um, they've got players coming into fitness now. I think Osoro is going to be a nightmare for the second half. Yeah, of the season. he's someone that I would I would buy some some yeah Osoro stocks there. Osoro stocks, mm. um, and then also the Carabag superstar coming in uh, to bang in the goals. It could be a very interesting second half of the season. Um, it wouldn't be outlandish to think that Ugorn might finish above Hecken mm. if. Um, if this trajectory continues, but I mean, this is, this is a very bold claim mm-hmm. there. Um, and now I said sell high, uh, but I'm not selling high. I'm just like crypto. I'm just dumping whatever I've got. Cut, um, cut your losses. I'm just yeah. cutting my Cardano losses now <laughs> and just moving on from Degafosh, Doe Rapids. Um, yeah, prime relegation form, uh, lose their talisman striker. Uh, they don't look like they have a clue really. Probably the worst kit in the league as well doesn't help. Mm. So I am dumping uh, Doe Rapid stocks. And that rounds up our Al Svenskin stock market special. Uh, game of the week, Mike. Yeah. Uh, Neil's not here, so we, we just get to choose whatever we want. Okay. Um, so I'm going for one that I'm Neil will hate. Idea. Okay. Good. Yes. Let's go for one that Neil will hate. Yeah. that this, yeah, Brilliant. Because this, this is that was my thinking as well. Um, oh, yes. Let's do it. So, what are we going to make Neil watch 90 minutes of? So, my shout is Yerta Boring versus Varbury's Boys. <gasps> oh, no. A relegation six pointer. Oh, no, that's and, awful. And if you want to put a bet on as well, this could be Varbury's first win of the season. They're winless until now, <laughs> but I believe they're going to win this game. They showed glimpses against Euro Gordon that they were they're not think, actually as bad you as you think. Matt Lucas is going to coach them to win mm. against Yerta Boring. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, Bloody hell. Because Fat Klopp, who just left uh, Varbury's boys, yeah. has joined the team which the manager for Yeta Boring came from, AC Horses. No. Yeah. So it's like for like, I, I, I believe. And <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. So I, I, okay. I really think this could be Varbury's first win of the season. Oh. That would plunge Yotta Boring into all sorts of despair. And there'd be level this, points. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, this game is going to have an XG of 0.1, um, and it's going to be brutal. So let's make Neil watch it. Mm. I mean, that is the only way we're going to get him to watch it, by putting it as the game of the week. Yep. And yeah, let's mix things up. Let's t- let's not you know show favoritism to all the top-of-the-table la- top teams. Mm. Let's watch Yotta Boring against 
the boys from Varberg mm-hmm. as our game of the week next week. Yes. I cannot wait. Yes. And yeah, um, let's wrap the show up with saying uh, uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, mm. And yeah, we lied when we said this was going to be a short episode. Because mm. um, I mean, I think what I'm realizing, Mike, is that mm. Neil doesn't really contribute much to this podcast. No. He, I, I mean, we could have we could have done Neil Cook impressions uh, throughout some of the reviews, right? Yeah. And we would have added a minute and a half, maybe. Mm, but maybe, yeah. Uh, maybe it's something we should consider. Mm. It'd be cheaper than yeah. paying his astronomical wages. Oh, exactly. And all of his demands. <laughs> all of his demands. Yeah. Anyway, screw you, Neil. <laughs> Thank you to our lovely listeners. It's goodbye from me. Hey, door from me. 